What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am continuing my review of The Witcher Season 2. And on this review, I will be reviewing episodes 4, 5, and 6. We are almost there. We're almost done with Season 2, and... It is unbelievable just how much better this season is in comparison to season one. Like, I am enjoying the hell out of season two. So, basically, I've gotten a lot of feedback on on The Witcher and reviewing the TV series, and spe- specifically on Patreon. And, yeah, it, it looks like I'm going to continue to review TV series from this point forward. So, if you want to have a say in what type of uh, TV series that we review each and every week then you need to go to patreon.com slash two game. Uh, that is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to a whole bunch of different content, exclusive podcasts, segments. You also get voting rights and you access to our Discord as well. Patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Paradixio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, Michael King, Casey Pye, Christina Lambu, uh, Brian slash Corey Costa, and Ryan Sibley. I'm getting to the point where I can't say all those names without messing up, so bear with me. But regardless, thank y'all for supporting us each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. So let's go ahead and jump into the Season 2 Episodes 4, 5, and 6. If you have not watched these episodes, then I highly recommend back out of this review, go watch them, and then come back to this review because I will be talking spoilers uh, from this point forward. Let's go ahead and start with episode 4, titled Redanian Intelligence. Triss arrives at Kaer Morin, having been invited by Geralt to help Ciri in magical training. Geralt, Ciri, and Triss investigate the origins of the Miripod and the Leshy, finding that they are connected to monoliths. Ciri confesses that she toppled a monolith in Sintra. Triss uh, portals Geralt to Estrid, who is known for studying monoliths. Uh, Vesemir discovers that Ciri has elder blood, long thought as uh, extinct and rumored to be an ingredient in mutagens used to create witchers. Now wanted, Yennefer and Cahir escape to the city of Oxenfort in the uh, north, where a program against elves is taking place. In Rodania... Dijkstra begins plotting the seizure of Sintra. They recruit the imprisoned elf Dara as an informant. Remember, he's that dude from season one that I did not like. Uh, meanwhile, Yennefer and Kahir, excuse me, discovered that a figure called the Sandpiper, revealed to be Dandelion, is smuggling elves to Sintra. With Dandelion's help, Yennefer and Kahir and Dara board the ship bound for Sintra. After Dandelion leaves... Yennefer finds that he has gotten into trouble. You know, I will say this. When I am done reviewing all these episodes for Season 2, the one thing I am not going to miss is doing the recap for these episodes. And that's mainly because I hate pronouncing all of these damn names. Like, I'm really surprised no one has kind of come at me sideways about, hey, you didn't pronounce so-and-so's name right. Like, you, you know the rules. Go fuck yourself if I didn't say it right, okay? Uh, look, I'm a guy from Mississippi. I'm doing the best I can. Okay, so my impressions of episode four, guys, this is probably the weakest episode of season two up to this point. It has been a very, very strong uh, first three episodes, and I was kind of curious, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the last review, 
that I was I was cautious as to if they could keep up how great those episodes were. And also, they were doing monsters every single week. And I was thinking in my head, that's not going to continue. While I love it right now, I, I just don't see how they're going to keep up doing a monster every single week for us. So I'm not going to really knock this episode for not really having any monsters in it. But it is just a slow episode. This is kind of the episode that you you kind of just need to get through in every particular show. Like, let's just... Any particular show that you watch, there's always that one episode that is really just setting the pieces, kind of moving the chess pieces along, and it's kind of like setting up the uh, the end game for the rest of the season. And I think, while I dis- I don't dislike this episode, I, th- I just think it's rather slow. I-, I think it is much needed for the season, but there's just there's so much stuff going on in this particular episode with all the character reveals. I mean, Dextra shows up, Danny Lyons shows back up, Dara shows back up. I mean, just lots of people are coming back into the show again. And it's like, I don't know if there's enough, I don't know if there's enough runtime to kind of service all of these characters that you're kind of introducing. And kind of going forward from there, Dextra, um, no future spoilers for 5 and 6, but this is the only episode we see that dude in. So I don't know what the end game of kind of bringing him into this season already, and I don't know like what like what's the point of adding this character in? Uh, we have not seen it in four, five, and six, so I I I just don't know what to expect in episodes seven and eight. But again, no future spoilers for the uh, next two reviews that I'm about to do. But just overall, I just felt like the pacing was off in this episode. It just felt kind of bland to me. And just kind of run through just some of the uh, the minor things that really just set me off with this episode. Uh, well, actually, one thing, the Wild Hunt is getting name dropped here and there. And I'm kind of curious, is that the end game for the series? Is that the overarching villain? Is that the Thanos of the Witcherverse that they're kind of setting up? And, uh, I mean, I'm all about it. I, I like how they're kind of just nodding at him, just or nodding at the Wild Hunt in general. And I'm, I'm kind of digging that. Like, we're not really seeing them. We're not really feeling their presence just yet. And it's, again, they're doing the Marvel thing of they're just kind of hinting at Thanos just a little bit here and there, kind of sprinkling them in. And I think that's actually going to uh, really, really work for this series if that is the uh, ultimate end goal for the series. But the bulk of this episode is devoted to to basically the Yennefer storyline. We see Dandelion, uh, we got the K here, Yennefer Alliance, which I wasn't really expecting, and I kind of dig it. Like, not so much in, in the terms of, uh, like, oh my god, I want to see more of them every single episode. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm seeing it, I'm kind of interested in it, you have my curiosity. And I, I like kind of what they're doing with Yennefer right now. It's, it's very... It feels, I don't want to say lackluster, but it feels like we should be further along with her character than we are. And I, 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 like I said, I don't know where they were going with her in episode four. Again, no future spoilers. We're going to get to that in just a little bit. But then they throw Dara in there, which, guys, I mentioned this all of season one. Really dislike that character. He's just not a great actor. And then the characterization, the development of that character is just, it's, it's poo-poo-ka-choo. Okay, poo poo, cut you. And the less I see of Dara, the better. 
So overall, it's just not not that great of an episode. It's 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 okay in consideration of what's going on. It's kind of furthering the plot and whatnot. But in terms of like actual stuff going on, yeah, it's not really there. This is really just a build up episode. It's kind of just setting the pieces. And look, it's kind of like a poison episode. Like you you gotta just pick your poison. It's it's gonna be one episode in a season that is basically just set up for the for the finales and whatnot. And this is one of those episodes, I think, and it's just, uh, honestly, it's not very memorable as well. So, I mean, they're just dumping a lot of a lot of different characters, uh, expositions, and then you got the uh, the stuff with the Siri and her elder blood. They're kind of just sprinkling that in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, overall, I give it a set point five. I. I don't think it's a bad episode, but it's not a great episode either. So it's kind of just middle of the road. Definitely the worst episode so far in season two. And then now moving on to episode five, which is titled Turn Your Back. Uh, Rance, I'm probably saying it wrong. Go fuck yourself. Is a fire mage and he is freed from prison and tasked to find Siri by the sorceress Lydia, who is serving an unknown master. Uh, Geralt and Istrid travel to the fallen monolith outside Sentra. Yennefer, having disembarked from the ship, rescues Dandelion from Rents. Uh, again, that, that, that's probably not how I'm supposed to say it, but whatever. They are then separated and captured by city guards. Uh, Vesemir reveals his plan to create new witchers to Ciri. Ciri agrees, but insists on being the first candidate. Uh, investigating the runes of the monolith, Geralt and Estrid hypothesize that the monoliths are gateways that, when activated, allow monsters to enter their world. Geralt learns from Estrid that Yennefer is alive. Triss, attempting to dissuade Ciri, conducts a ritual in hopes of discovering Ciri's source of power. They uncover Illithene's prophecy which predicts that a child of the elder blood will destroy the world series powers activate the centra monolith causing a chernabog to appear which then flies away Geralt portals back to care morin stopping siri from taking part in the conversion care arrives at centra yennefer summons the deathless mother and disappears she is tasked with delivering siri to a location outside Sentra in order to gain her powers back. Now, you want to talk about a dense episode. This is one of the densest, most packed episodes of the series so far. And what I mean by that is they are dropping so much on your plate. There is so much just lore, world building, all kinds of just chaotic stuff going on that it's kind of hard to follow and I think that's one of the things that really just holds it back you know how last episode episode four was kind of the the building blocks it was kind of putting the chess pieces where it needs to be to kind of set up the rest of the season and that's kind of hurt the pacing a little bit kind of uh it was just kind of slow okay it just it needed to be done in order to set up uh, a lot of those returning characters this episode gets held back because of there's just so much stuff that is thrown at you but overall it's a great episode a really great episode uh is it the best episode of the of the season so far no but you can make the argument that this episode is still better than anything that ever happened in season one with the exclusion of what was it, episode two that i ended up giving like a nine 9.5 whatever uh but yeah this is a still a really really great episode and it's still one of the better episodes of the witcher period but there's just so much stuff that they throw 
throw at you over the course of the episode that it really just bogs the episode down for me. But there are a lot of things that I do want to just just mention before we move on to uh, episode six. And the first thing that I want to mention is the stuff between Dandelion and Yennefer. I'm I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting to like it just because I'm not a huge fan of Dandelion, period. I know when I was reading a bunch of reviews for season one and kind of trying to grasp what I was going to say in some of my reviews and kind of help formulate my thoughts and whatnot, a lot of people were like, I actually loved Dandelion. He was like one of the best things about season one. And I'm like, ah, but was he though? Because I really disliked that character. I didn't like the uh, tonal shifts between Geralt and him. I just thought the chemistry was off and they just didn't play well off of each other. I thought it was one of the weakest things of the season of season one. And well, I'll take that back. That was not, that was definitely one of the high points, but that's not really saying much because season one was kind of uh, just lackluster in general. But yeah, the uh, the back and forth, the banter between Dandelion and Yennefer. I mean, he really dislikes her, and you know she's she has like that that bitchy attitude, that like I'm such a dick kind of attitude, that it really plays well with his no cares kind of just uh more uplifting spirit, I guess, which is a little bit different in this episode, I have to say, because he's more like down in the dirt. Like he seems really just heartbroken by the fact that he's not with Geralt anymore. And I think it's a combination of being pissed slash heartbroken that I think comes out really well over the course of this entire episode. So I gotta say, decent acting, some decent scenes between uh, Dandelion and Yennefer. It was it was something that I wasn't really expecting to enjoy when, when it first came up in, was it episode four? Was the last episode. And, uh, I, yeah, I just wasn't looking, really looking forward to that storyline, but it's actually not that bad. And I kind of hope it kind of continues throughout the season. We kind of pair them back up in some way. And then we have, like, a huge amount of lore dump in this particular episode revolving around the Witchers and Ciri. We're finally getting some backstory on the creation of the Witchers and the mutagens that create them. I, I love that scene between Ciri and Vesemir. I love how it turned on Vesemir. Like he was kind of wants Witchers but not really wanting to turn her into one. But then she's like, no, if we're going to do this, I'm doing it first. And he's kind of like taken aback by it. And I, I thought it was just a great performance between the both of them. And just an overall really, really great scene. And, you know, speaking of Siri, I've said it in the first three episodes that I was really, really loving what they were doing with Siri up to this point. I think it would be a mistake of me not to continue to mention just how much they have improved Siri in season two. Like, whenever I'm playing the episode, I am itching for more scenes with Geralt and Ciri. Like, give that shit to me. Like, I want to eat that shit up. Like, just give me Ciri and Geralt doing, like, Witcher shit. Like, going out and hunting monsters. Like, give me a season like that. I would be all about it. Or give me just an episode with that. Just with them, kind of, with her, like, training along Geralt. And that's one thing that I was kind of surprised. You know, Geralt went off on this little mission, and he kind of just left Ciri by herself. I felt like that was the perfect time to kind of get her into action. I mean, she's been training for the first three episodes. So this just seemed like the perfect time to kind of, hey, let's just ease her into some action. But no future spoilers. They do that in episode six. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah, just give me more of that Geralt and Ciri storyline. Give me some more scenes with them because really, that is the MVP of this season. It is legitimately carrying the season for me. Like, 
everything could be shit around around this the show and i think it would still be better than anything in season one with just them two in a scene together you know last season and i'm kind of you know when you're watching season two and you're kind of seeing how they're changing things and improving things and you kind of retroactively look back on like season one and i gotta say the more i watch season two the more i dislike season one which is kind of weird because they should kind of improve the first season and it kind of elevated a little bit because it just means that they're kind of further developing the characters and whatnot. But now with the with the Yennefer stuff and how well they're doing the Siri and Geralt stuff, it makes me wonder, was I thrown off by the whole Yennefer and Geralt chemistry and whatnot? Because honestly, them two didn't have a whole lot of scenes together. They had two episodes, if I'm not mistaken, of where Geralt and Yennefer were together. Out of eight episodes, just two of them, and we're expected to think that they're in love in the span of just two episodes. So, as we're going through season two, I am retroactively disliking season one more and more. But that's mainly because they're just doing so many things right in season two. But the issue with the uh, episode five is just there's just so much lore. We're talking about monoliths, the wild hunt, the conjunction, the series bloodline. The episode just it, it almost buckles underneath all that weight, but the performances and the pacing really prevents it from doing that. And that is really the uh, the MVP of this particular episode are the uh, performances of the actors and the pacing. I ended up giving episode five an eight point five. I think I think it's a really great episode. Uh, it's just it's super lore heavy. Like you know, one of the things that I wished happened more in season one was. I want more lore. I want them to build that that world up where it's just kind of just stagnant, honestly. Yeah, they 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 really gave me my feel of of that in this episode. Shout out. They they just dumped the the monoliths, all that and it's it's kind of convoluted, it's a little complicated and a little hard to follow. So I think they could have done a little bit better of a job of that and but overall, I think that's what holds the episode back, but some of those other things really kind of just prevents it from just being a trash episode. This was actually a really great episode, even though uh, I do have that little bit of an issue with the convoluted mess that they're doing with the uh, with the storytelling and involving the the lore in the world. And then, last but not least, we have episode number six, and that is titled "Dear Friend." Geralt takes Siri outside Kaer Morhen. They are attacked by the uh, Chernabog. Geralt encountered at Sentra. Geralt's horse Roach is mortally wounded, though Geralt manages to kill the monster. At Kaer Morhen, Vesemir and Triss are ambushed by the the firefucker. That's what they named him in in this episode, uh, who steals the mutagens and escapes. After Geralt puts Roach out of her misery, he and Ciri travel to the temple where Geralt hopes Ciri will learn to control her powers. They meet Yennefer where she arrives shortly after them. Francesca successfully gives birth to the first full elf born in years. Cahir reveals to Frangilla that Amir is visiting Sintra. Istrid uncovers a link between Ciri and Lara Doran, a legendary elven warrior. Yennefer tells Geralt that Dandelion is in trouble and being pursued by the Fire Mage, whom Geralt deduces is looking for Ciri. The uh, Firefucker appears at the temple with the uh, Michelet brothers. Geralt tells Yennefer to take Ciri where, while he holds off the Firefucker. 
Uh, Yennefer and Siri lock themselves in a room, and Yennefer teaches Siri to open a portal. Uh, the firefucker escapes, and Yennefer and Siri, as they uh, disappear through a portal, Triss tells Tessia of Siri's elder blood, and that's the uh, end of the episode. I said it earlier, and I'm gonna say it again. I can't wait for easier recaps. Just saying. So this episode, not as good as the last episode. There is some slowness to the episode that really drags it down. But there's a lot. There, there's some better sequences in this episode, if that makes any sense. But the the slowness of it kind of holds it back for me. And specifically, I'm talking about the elves storyline, which is the weakest thing in The Witcher. Period. Uh, I didn't really care for it back in episode, what was it, three, when they introduced the elves. And then the storyline for the elves throughout season two up to this point has just been completely weak. Uh, it, it's it's up there with like the series storyline of season one. It, it is just non-existent. Uh, kind of couple that together with Frangella and Francesca. I mean, it's all intertwined, basically. But though that storyline is just so boring and I don't know what they're trying to accomplish by it. I don't know what the end game is, but I could legitimately give no shits about that storyline. I, I wish it was just cut I, I or just done better. It is equivalent to the series storyline from last season. It is by far the weakest aspect of season two up to this point. It's just any time they divert to Frangella and Francesca and the elves uh, Philavandrel, all of them. Anytime they go to them, I'm just like, oh, I gotta waste like another five, ten minutes of watching this. Uh, I could be watching something better, basically. I, I strongly dislike this particular storyline. But with that being said, there were some great things that happened in this episode, and it was a lot of just talking. For a majority of the episode, the the episode is kind of bookended by by some battles. They have the battle with the uh, the Chernabog, which was a... I mean, it's not an amazing battle. It's not the best in the series or anything like that. But it was a nice little welcome pace change, you know? It, it really kind of put Ciri in the uh, the middle of the fight. I mean, she didn't do anything, but it actually got her out into the action, you know what I'm saying? So it was nice to kind of see her just... Hey, just take a little bit of step. Just take one little step forward to where... Now you're going to be kind of using your powers and maybe uh, fighting some monsters with Geralt and whatnot, which I, I hope comes soon because, shout out, but because I'm I'm very interested in how that dynamic is going to work with how they're going to do the choreography of those types of scenes. So I'm really intrigued by the future of what that could uh, entail with them joining forces, basically. But there are two things that I really want to discuss uh, about this episode before I give you my final score and uh, in this review. One is for a character that is not supposed to show any emotion, Geralt is showing so much emotion this season, and I am all there for it. I mean, Henry Cavill is putting on such a great performance as as Geralt, and I haven't, I haven't talked about it in a few different episodes. I mean, Geralt and Henry Cavill are one and the same to me. He is the perfect Geralt, and to me, he has been the backbone of this season. Yeah, I, I have really loved all of the series stuff, and I think she's really the MVP of the season, but he, Henry Cavill as Geralt is really just kind of keeping it all together to me. 
Because, I mean, in this particular season alone, he's dealing with Yin's supposed death. I mean, he finds out, you know, last episode that she's alive, and then he meets her in this episode. But he's been dealing with her death. He's been having that underneath the uh, the surface. He's been having to help Siri, and now Roach is dying. The dude is just dealing with a clusterfuck of emotions. So, I, I think Henry Cavill is doing a lot with very little. Like, he's not in... I mean, Henry Cavill is the star of the show, but is he really in the show that much? I mean, he splits time with a lot of different characters, so I wouldn't even say he's in it that much. I mean, he could be in it more, obviously, and probably to to some of y'all out there, he could definitely be shirtless, and I would be... I would not disagree with that, okay? And then the other thing that I really wanted to talk about that happened in this episode was the Yennefer Geralt reunion I have mixed emotions about it because one, it's not executed properly. Two, I thought the the acting in those in that scene itself was really great. I when it when it happened, I was like, "Ooh, bro, that's kind of hit me in the feels a little bit." Like they did a really great job of acting between uh, the the actress that plays Jennifer and then Geralt with Henry Cavill. I, I thought there was some actual chemistry there. Like they looked at each other, and you thought, "Dude, these." these guys kind of want to fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of had that feeling and it was, a, it was a nice, it was a nice change. Like it was, it was a nice to see them come back together. Uh, even though there's ulterior motives involved in it, because you know that, that Yennefer is only there for one reason and she is there to find Siri in order to get her powers back. So that to me kind of just underplays this entire scene because it doesn't feel genuine on her part. Like, she's not there and kind of caring about Geralt. She just wants to find a thing to get her powers back. And so she's no longer weak. That's legitimately the only reason. And it just underplays that whole scene for me. And then you got Siri finally meeting Jennifer. You have all three of them together. Finally. It has been... Several episodes at this point it is six episodes into season two, and we have not had these three together in a room, and it just felt like there was just no chemistry between all three of them. And I feel like Yennefer was definitely the weak link among them, and I I, I don't know why. I mean, you have Siri and Geralt who have built this relationship over, I mean, six episodes now. So they definitely had that chemistry between each other, mainly because they've had you know, multiple episodes together, whereas Geralt and Yennefer have had now, what, three episodes together? So she just feels like the weakest link within this group. And it just feels, again, underplayed because she's only there for one reason. She doesn't really give a shit about her or Geralt at all. And she's not looking to make amends or anything like that. She's not looking to to spice up that love and, you know, have a sexy good time with Henry Cavill and whatnot. So... It just it feels like it's underplayed. Like that scene should have been so much better, but at the same time, it did hit me in the feels because it has been something that's been building uh, for several, several, several episodes, and then finally get them all three in the room together for it to just be a lack of chemistry there. Ah, uh, it sucked. Honestly, it really sucked. But this episode was a lot of talking. It was a lot of kind of dealing with emotions, dealing with how to uh, how how best to help Siri, which. I'm I'm all about it. Like I, I I didn't dislike anything that was going on. I thought the uh, the lady at the uh, at the temple I can't remember her name, uh, but she I thought she did a really great job with acting and kind of 
holding a presence within those scenes. Like she seemed like someone that had been on the show for for years, you know, like or several several episodes. And no, this is the first time we ever met her. So I thought she did a really great job. And then the final fight sequence when the uh, Michelet brothers show up with the uh, firefucker. I thought that was a fantastic fight sequence between Geralt and the Michelet brothers. I, in fact, it's one of the best in the show. The one issue that I have with it, it feels totally different in comparison to any of the other action sequences that we have gotten up to this point. Like they do slow motion where a tooth falls out and it's doing like really like quick cuts where, and they're, and they're kind of like speeding up some of the fight a little bit to kind of symbolize you know, them fighting fast and whatnot. Like, not like Super Saiyan kind of fighting fast, but they, they sped it up a little bit in certain areas, and it just felt kind of jarring to me uh, when you've watched the show up to this point and then you're seeing that. But, with that being said, Geralt is using all of his abilities, which is fucking dope, by the way. He is blasting people away. He's stabbing them, cutting their heads off, and it is, it is fantastic. Really, really great fight sequence overall. If you're looking at it from a like choreography standpoint and just putting that scene by itself, it's a really great scene. But tonally just feels a little bit different in comparison to everything that we've gotten uh, up to this point. Other than that, I think this episode is great. I give it an 8.0. I just think some of the, uh, the Frangella, Francesca, Elves storyline is just the weakest portion of the entire show. And they show a lot of that in this episode, which really holds it back for me. But as far as, like, what's going to happen in 7 and 8, guys, I am all for it. I mean, Siri is gone with Yennefer. Geralt realizes that she is after Siri as well. And you can kind of just see the look of disappointment on his face when he when he realizes it. I, like, I don't know where, where the season's going to go. I don't know what, like... It's really weird because they don't have like a true villain. I mean, is the Deathless Mother, is she like the overarching villain of this particular season and then the Wild Hunt is like over her? Or I, I don't know. There are just so many unanswered questions at this point. And with two episodes to go, guys, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do this, but there is just so much ground to cover with this season. I don't know how they're going to tie this up nice and neat uh, for the end of the season. But the Witcher, it just seems like it's not, like they're not doing this show like season-wise to tie loose ends around each little story arc. It, it just seems like one continuous show that they're just breaking up into eight-episode seasons. That's legitimately all they're doing. Because, you know, typically when a TV show has seasons, it has a one storyline that it's following, and then the, the next season is following a separate storyline that's kind of connected to, to the first season. They're kind of doing that, but it's it's basically just one long form movie at this point. So it's kind of hard to gauge where they're gonna go with the series uh, after this episode. But I am definitely ready and excited to watch those final two episodes. I'm hoping, hoping that they don't crash and burn in these last two episodes. That really brings this season down because they have done a, a great job up to this point of of making great episodes that really keep my attention. And they have kept the pacing up to this point. So I'm just hoping it just doesn't buckle underneath all the weight of what they have to do in these last two episodes. 
But guys, that's going to be it for me. I appreciate y'all joining me for my review of episodes 4, 5, and 6 of The Witcher Season 2. Uh, you let me know on our Facebook or email me at 2gamepodcast at gmail.com uh, what you think about The Witcher Season 2 up to this point. Uh, the next episode, guys, episodes 7 and 8, and I'll give you my final thoughts on Season 2 and then maybe kind of looking towards the future of what Season 3 is going to bring us. Uh, I, I have no clue. No clue. I, I, I don't know where these next two episodes are going to go, and that's kind of exciting but also kind of scary as well. But y'all go ahead and finish out the season, watch episodes 7 and 8, and be prepared for my review. But until then, I will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters.